Chipotle. Mm-hmm. All right, we are taking it easy here. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, Faking, uh, Faking Nose, Nose Faking podcast. podcast. My mouth is so burning right now. His mouth is burning. Why is your mouth burning, Drew? Tabasco, dog. <laughs> Tabasco sauce. He mm. said over there, it looked like, like he was a fireman. He's trying to like save this building of his Chipotle. I think I uh, Tabasco. I think I did about seventeen shakes. I was, was like, brutal. I'm just gonna go in. Like last time I had Tabasco, it wasn't that bad. We, <laughs> when you lose count on your 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 spice shake, you're yeah. in trouble. But I was, only I only put spice on my food in prime numbers. <laughs> Superstition. It was devastating. Yeah, mm. when when there's when you're using variables in your, in your spice take. Oh my goodness. Variable coefficients of Prime factors. Amount of, amount of number math. Oh, bro. Number I haven't thought points. about half of math in such a long time. Remember how, like, we were in college? We always had you to learn had like, to polynomials and, and shit. I, all of these words are things I've heard, and I could not tell you. What, what X squared plus 2X. Over, plus, over Y. Plus, like, plus, no, something X. like that. Something, yeah. something, uh, taxes. God, what would that be for? This is musicians, man. Yeah, we, we, just, don't, we don't have to know that stuff. We count to three. Count to three. Sometimes four. Rarely six. It's one, two, three, if, two, two, yeah, three. Yeah, two, two, three. You know? <laughs> if, you, if you're getting fancy. One, but, two, three, four, five. One, two, one, two, three. We already I made mean, this joke. Yeah, you can't tell specifics, but what you've been up to this week? Mm, I'm... um. Playing on national TV. He's playing for a show. I bet it, by the time you hear this, it will have just happened. But we we will let you guess what it is. It's uh, Telemundo. Telemu- Telemundo. Tu canal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you didn't know I was ready for this, partner. Did you you oh. didn't. You didn't know I had. I had receipts. He is he. <laughs> my my dog. <laughs> He's biting. He heard the Telemundo. He's biting joke. that. He's just like Trevor. That's he's biting. He's like that's. He's like, I love Telemundo. He's a, he's a PC it's baby. It's kind of like it's like that. Uh, a twi- yeah. Well, he Dude, is he's a trying Gen, to eat. Gen Z. He's trying he is, to eat me. He is throating your entire. If I forearm. died, he would straight up eat me. And you know what? I don't blame. Him. I don't because you delicious man. Because I you know I'm, I'm thirsty. You're, you're you're delicious like a like a um he's, well, like he's a so, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He's also so used to like turkey meat, like. of you know, I'd probably not far from you're it. A tur- you're, a, you're a turkey sandwich, sandwiched between a couple yeah, of pieces of Wonder you. Bread. Throw some Miracle Whip and maybe some <laughs> tomato and lettuce, fry up some bacon. I'd eat you. <laughs> Is that weird? Was that weird to say? Dude, I'd eat me too. Is, it, if is I was it wrong? Dead. Is it wrong? Am I wrong? Am is I it wrong? wrong? So, how have you been feeling, bro? Dude, I mean, I'm, I'm good. So, like, I'm pumped. we had a, yeah, we pumped had a pretty back. wild week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, settling in with job stuff. We're getting back in. Talk, talk to, to, to we got to talk to the faking fam about what you're doing. Or can you talk about your job? Uh, I mean, you know, within typical uh, America, probably not. But uh-huh. it's dope. I'm just like, are you are you a boss a or are you a boss or a bitch? I'm, just, I'm a I'm a boss bitch. You're a, a boss bitch ass boss. bitch. I'm dope. a boss ass bitch. I mean, I can tell you in my mind. I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. In reality, I'm the alternative. Gotcha. You, but you work dope. in the proverbial it's dope. fields. So, like, I love this company. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it later when it's all official. But I started up, and what's nice is uh, the rest of the team's also young, super cool, funny. The office is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to go into an office and like, like normal people, 
you know, go down it's fancy where there's always free coffee. I feel like I go there just for coffee. Um, and, and just to be a presence and to sit in the room and like cosplay real life. Isn't it different? Like than just staying at home, you feel like the whole world is going on and you're just at home, not wearing pants. And even though you're on a meeting, mm-hmm. you're taught, you're talking to your supervisor or you're talking to a client and you have no pants on. And you're halfway through a cold brew. And See, my problem is, is I didn't know that you had to actually wear pants even in an office environment. So you know, my Word? interview is a little awkward. Okay, so like, so you're in, so you're coming into the office, um, Mr. Bumgarner. Thank you for uh, coming in today. I, I can't help but notice that you have no pants. Well, as you can see in my resume, uh, I'm definitely. Overqualified for this position. Yes, I mean, it, it, quality, Juilliard. Like, we're very impressed with that. Uh, <clears throat> we, we're very impressed with the project, especially the collaborations with movie. But you also are a no-pants advocate. You, you've, <laughs> you've also listed every single one of the no-pants subway rides you used to take in New York. Can you explain your obsession with no-pants? Well, as you know, I mean, you want to dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And I would just prefer to never wear pants ever again. You're hired. <laughs> Dude, that's... Sir, I, res- I, I respect that. I'm thinking it's time for management. Look, you know what? We should make America great again. You know, they didn't used to wear <laughs> pants. Pants. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pants. Or slavery. Uh, is that so funny how that phrase is so triggering for so many people? Which one? Make America great again. It's like one of those things... Or if you like wear the hat, or you like oh even God. even Sh- even Shiloh, Shiloh like, wore a MAGA like hat. shut your mouth. If Shiloh wore a MAGA ignorant. hat, <laughs> you ignorant. That's ignorant. That's, that's ignorant. No, that's so ignorant. No, no, Ooh, ignorant. No. <laughs> <sighs> that's the show I've been watching a while, man. I know. So someone know. texted me actually while we we're at Nam. It's just like, hey, have you seen? The recent South Park, and I am years behind. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like I was like, uh, like talking like season sixteen, mm. the year twenty fifteen. That's how far back. Damn, we're in twenty twenty now, y'all. Yo, this dog is tweaking. He only he, acts up when Uncle Drew's here, and that we're trying to do something incredibly. He's important. trying to perform, man. Yeah, he's trying, he's trying to, get to show off because well, he's like mm-hmm. in toddler mode now. So he's just like, I got new teeth. I'm gonna use them. He's for the for the listeners. He's literally just opening up his mouth and biting his bicep, his arm, the his neck. Huge, by the way. It's really no, hard the, to it's massive. He has to really unhinge his jaw. To get the <laughs> yeah, whole thing it's in. like it's like a snake. Mm-hmm. Just trying to swallow. He's like trying to get his prey in his maw. Also, also the triceps good too. You know, I work on the, mm. my tricep too. I did go. I've I've started back should. in the gym, baby. Mm. It's good. What are you What I, are you working on right now? I was inspired by looking at my belly. Mm, like, I feel like, that. I'm like, nah, dog. Mm-hmm. I gotta do the Drew. I gotta, I gotta take the photo and make it my uh, background. Mm-hmm. But that would be weird because then I go into an office and you know I'd be like, oh, let me check the Slack, everyone. Welcome for uh, coming to this meeting today. Um, uh, don't mind my desktop background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> that that white globe you see. No, but really, he is. <clears throat> he is hey, all hey, hey, hey. over him. Do not make me have to tell your mom. Do you do you, do not make me have to tell your mom. Uh oh, Shiloh, you're in for a lecture series. Uh oh. Hey, hey, hey. You put those things away. Oh, 
God, he is angry. He does not like return. Yeah. Think he's hungry? Uh, I might give him a, I might give him a little treat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him he a doesn't treat. react to that word. Interesting. Yeah, he doesn't react to it. You know, he's at a stage. He's pissed his parents aren't cool. Oh, your dog like I, would freak. You, said dog, that you have to spell it out. You, say, you can't say the T word. T R E A T. You can't say. You can't even say. You can't say the T. You're gonna learn how to spell on this show, guys. He would evacuate his bladder on the utterance of the T word. Like he he would just not be able to contain himself with excitement. Yeah, this dog. Look at this dog, dude. He's like. Oh, he sat down. He sat down. He's being obedient. Yes, very nicely. Oh, and Sir Trevor is walking away with the treat. And then the dog goes to retrieve the treat. I give it, you know, Gerald, I give it seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. The dog didn't remain seated uh, when the owner walked away. So please, if, if you want to vote for Shiloh, please uh, text uh, 828-666-6669. You, you hate to see it. It's, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's a, it's a late night. We're, we're excited. We've been loving y'all's feedback. So we just uploaded the NAM thing. And uh, I guess on our future, we can keep we'll, – we'll be talking off and on, but one of the things we finally got an opportunity uh, – is to finally start doing some live mm. shows. Mm. Mm. We dropping this knowledge right now? Knowledge. We're not going to reveal all, but just mm-hmm. we'll, we'll float it, even though we have we'll very specific and huge uh, uh, um, uh, staple center. We, uh, <laughs> we finna, uh, we finna arena. sell out, homies. Yeah, so Hope you're ready. Staple center residency. Grab your wallets. Uh, We're coming. We're going to the Mirage. Uh, Home. No, it's going to be dope. And I'm really excited to, uh, you know, expand. And the one thing that I, I love and both hate about social media is that you get to, or just the idea of the internet and putting content on the internet, mm-hmm. which is you get to put it out there and anybody can enjoy it. They don't have to pay anything. All they have to do is just spend the time. No, it's fine. It's fine. They just have to spend the time, you know. Consuming. Uh, but you ne- even if you see numbers, you never really understand what that means. You never understand what a number on a screen means until you go out and you do the thing live. And that changes your whole Do it live! Do it live! Why not? So I'm excited to, to go into this new chapter. Yeah, and we'll keep it specific slow, but we want to bring some people to you, and I think one of the things we want to do is, of course, keep growing. You're trying to, um, wait, hold on, we need to be a little bit more specific about bringing people to people, because we're not traffickers. We're, yeah, oh yeah, remember, Mm-mm. we do not, con- on the Faking Nose podcast, we do not condone, condone the, the trafficking of any people. All these lawyers going through these transcripts with oh my God. combed. <laughs> like I said, everything combs. about this, this is going to be so easy when, you know, we're 52 and running for political office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trevor says he's for the people, but I condone tra- trafficking. Trafficking, yeah, of little humans. He does <laughs> going to Ted Bundy <laughs> is my friend. <laughs> but but it's actually and they true. deep faked your face. They de- doing it'd be that. and that's so it's so easy. They wouldn't even have to deep fake it. Is they can just pull straight quotes from this. Isn't that gonna be wild, man? We can't even believe stuff we see on the internet anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're telling me there's <laughs> stuff on the internet that's not true. 
hey, granddad, what was it like? Yeah. When he used to go on the internet and see the truth. <laughs> Shut up, kids. Go keep looking at those nudes. Mm. But... Yeah, so thinking about yeah a live experience, we'd actually be curious if some of y'all write in. So we we we've we've been brainstorming, we got some plans, mm-hmm. but we're setting things in motion. But what you'd think you'd enjoy out of a live experience? So some things that come to our mind. Uh, again, we're, we're holding the specifics till we do it, but it's just trying to find ways to increase overall enjoyment through interactivity, and that doesn't mean necessarily within the actual art, but finding out one of the issues we have, I, I, I bumped into is I'll go to a concert and of course everyone at the beginning, they're going in, they're finding their seats, there's very little interaction. If you don't know someone, you're not walking up to them before. You're finding the seat, you're just happy to have made it there early or you're running late, the lights, the lights are off, the artist is backstage getting ready, they come out, they do their whole thing and yeah, you're, I'm sure you'll enjoy their art, but one of the issues I think is is if, if, if this show is lucky enough to have some type of talkback, interview, interaction, host, when that comes at the end, it's, it's almost, it's not necessarily the best timing for you to enjoy that because I'll, I'll look at audience members and if the, if the person comes back and they're like, yeah, let's just talk about what we just heard. Well, that's cool. I bet if they had heard more about it, from that person or more about that person, you're just, you're going to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. You know, if you read a book, you're going to love it. I bet if you know more about the author in advance, you're really going to like it. The mm-hmm. author reads you passages from that book. You're just going to enjoy it more because it feels more personable. And so what we've been doing is trying to think of strategies to kind of get the best of both worlds where you can find out more about the person, who they are, what they're talking about, um, both before, during, and after their performance so that you can we can try to get the best of both worlds and just keep it fun to where you'd want to talk to each other throughout a show that you don't have to wait till the end to talk to other people no. and actually go out and enjoy That's it. That's the worst time. It's like yeah. you're already tired. You're tired and you've experienced it. You got to go. You got to get in the car, you're about to get towed. It's mm-hmm. LA, you paid 40 bucks for two hour parking. The kid's babysitter. Has Eight. a crazy hourly rate. You're trying to get in before 59, because look. Mm. <laughs> no, but actually, dude, childcare is insanely expensive. I mean, you know, that me and you are like, we we deal with on a regular basis. I wouldn't know. I don't, but I don't look after it's, I don't care. It's after insane. My kids. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, normally I just, you know, let them play in the street. Mm-hmm. I give them an I'm iPad just, like, and just press go. I just, I just, it's it's the warrior. IPad. You know, you give them the knife and it's just like, don't come back from this war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back on your shield or not at all. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, we won't talk about it, but just to bother the audience even further, because we've been nonstop rambling about like Japan and World War history. I'm now yeah. watching the Netflix documentary. No, on no what? spoilers. I don't want to know what on happens what? on World War Two in color. Oh yeah, I, I was telling yeah, you yeah, about yeah. it, right? Yeah, I, I'm watching. watching it. I'm watching it. Isn't it? I don't spoil. La, 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 la. I don't know when it happens. Oh. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's I'm waiting for the spooky. season finale. Yeah, <laughs> wait I, till I see I'm waiting until all the World Wars are over, and then and then I'll just binge them all. I'll binge them. I'll binge because them all. Because of the end, <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones. It's like I don't want eight World Wars, and then it turn out that the eighth World War ends really poorly and yeah. it's poorly written. Yeah. So I'm just gonna poorly wait till written all World the, War eight. all the World Wars, or maybe the prequels. 
the prequels to Civil War. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, the Russian Revolution. Uh, sorry, the uh, Russian Revolution. Yeah, yeah that's a bro. good one. French the Revolution. Bolshevik, the Bolshevik. Bolsheviks. It's uh, just a fun word to say. Bolshevik. Until you, like, find out what happened. And Bolshevism. Yeah, and then Hitler was like, yo, this ain't my scene, guys. <laughs> Let's invade. This invade. ain't my scene. This ain't my scene. But... Oh my God! What so is Drew's wrong with you? Dude, what do you want from life? 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 Do you want love, fame, what fortune? Love? So now I'm gonna. So now Drew's killed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tabasco so, so laid in Chipotle. So now yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's gonna get gonna, bitten up by the dog. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna but hold the dog. A bit. We're gonna we're gonna hold these details away, and we don't want to like no. So give, give away our strategies. Look, this uh, is this is this is essentially what we're trying to do. We're just trying to do a variety show where we have artists, people who've been on the podcast uh, come by. And I don't want to belabor the point. I want to get on to more interesting things mm-hmm. like what, Epstein what, didn't what kill I, himself. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's it's super important. We just want to like really expand and continue to grow as performers and uh, entertainers. So we're going to try to grow and- Let's do it. Yeah, we'll bring I mean, it's on. a nice little, it's a playground. Mm-hmm. And we all know y'all like that playground. Hey, look, I mean, honestly, dude, I've recently been out and just talking to people and like, it hits different when you exercise, man. <laughs> people, People's interactions, especially strangers and like cute female strangers are like, they're not- they're not they're staring not, at you in complete disdain. Yeah, they're they're, they're not like, What's that like? Perturbed, the fact, perturbed by by the fact that you wanted to that you're have a, a conversation. Yeah, I used to feel um when I was in New York and it could be just that it's fucking New York. If I would talk to a girl on the subway or something or I talk to him in you're public. You're a criminal. Yeah, it's like this dude is going to try to wear my face. I would like get that vibe from him. And I'm like, "No, I just like Thought you had a cute smile on and the inside. Dead. I wouldn't say that on the outside. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. too corny. I got to no, be thug. It's, in it's too, because they get that. got to be thug. It gets that weird, like, please, you should smile more. And then the, and then their mind. Oh, my God. They're going to, like, no, stab you. I would never. Stab you in the, the heart. Cause oh, my God. You should just, like, smile Don't even do that. What the fuck, dude? That's so <clears throat> I've never stupid. Thought, see, that's what kind of blows my Because you, you, you hear it all the time. Like, you think it's like, a, oh, that's like a funny like meme. And, but then you'll literally, I'll just read comments. And shit like that always. It still happens. Why? Like, knock, knock. Self-awareness patrol. I just don't understand, first of all, the logic behind it. Why would you think telling a woman to smile will make her automatically be more inclined to smile at you? You yeah. know, it doesn't make sense. Well, and- I think to, in order to say things like that, it also means you're not self-aware enough to know that's bad. Or like the problems with that. One I just of the, don't need, it just seems like, would you ever say that to another dude? I never tell another dude, you should smile more, dude. Hey, Drew. Mm. Mm. Man, you're a bore. You should smile <laughs> more. God. You know, I'd really like, you know, people would find you so much more prettier, Drew, if, if you just held my dog more. My dog is freaking the fuck out. Oh, he's he's on he's on another level. See, he thought he was going to get away with shit with Uncle Drew. He was wrong. No, I don't play. Shiloh. Look, I'm a drill sergeant, homie. Shiloh. I don't play that. Shiloh, I don't you, should, play that. you should smile more, Shiloh. I should smile. Hey, look, I'm smiling. But yes. Speaking of that. We just want to say, as a PSA, like, that shit ain't cool. If you're a guy out there, don't say that to, to women. Don't say smile more. It doesn't work. Don't tell them what to do. Don't mansplain because- 
Women are fully capable of being educated and they are more educated than men uh, statistically. So you trying to explain shit is actually making you look dumb. You look stupid. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like trying to tell another adult, "Hey, so I know you don't really understand the sky and everything, but it's blue and it's that way because I said so and God made it that way." Thank you. Love you. <laughs> what? What? Do you read, son? Yeah. The um, um segueing into this. I went and saw a couple weeks back, went and saw Bombshell. Bombshell what? Bombshell. Bombshell. Film. It was all about the the Roger Ailes Fox News, like the sexual harassment thing. Word. It was really well done. Like I was expecting it to be kind of annoying and preachy. It wasn't. And then even more powerful. So it's like just a. It's a good film. It's done well. The act. I mean, they've got a killer cast. It's you know it's a laundry list of the who's who uh, in in the game now. But one of the fascinating things <laughs> is that <clears throat> so afterwards, Megan Kelly, who mm-hmm. a lot of the stories featured around, because mm-hmm. she's just a big part of that story, they all all of the leading women who were involved in the scandal, well, all except one, because she's not allowed to talk Gretchen Carlson because mm-hmm. she signed a an NDA like a like a gag rule, a gag rule <clears throat> or whatever. Yeah, it's which the NDA she just can't talk. About that it? just that just sounds. I know really they named it. It's, they really that's need so to. So bad. So that's also the problem. That's so bad, dude. Like, but that's men don't ever grow it. up, do we? No, <laughs> we no. don't ever grow up, man. Damn. The penal code, but um, word. But uh, dude, wait, what? A, wait a minute, it's dude. All dicks. Oh my, dude, it's all about dicks. It's all about. It's that's all, the justice system. That's actually the name of my my penis. It's all about the, the justice system. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, his name is Justice. All rise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, bad man. times. Oh, and then God. afterwards, I'm just like, court is now adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Instead of guac is extra. Court is now adjourned. But Dude, speaking of that, oh my God! So if okay, so if if, I'm, if I ever get with a girl again at some point in my life, <laughs> and I and I finish, I'd be like, "Court is now a joke." Court is now a joke, and she'd be like, "And be like, no, it's it's an inside joke. It's, it's an inside joke with my also male friend, the, yeah, who you don't my even sex know." Move. <laughs> inside joke. All right. Speaking of this, now that we segued into precisely the opposite of what we we're talking about, Pino but yeah, code man. But yeah, the bombshell. It's just it's nuts. But what was I thought was one of the best promos for the film is so while they're doing this, they're not consulting, they're not working with the people who it's about, uh, which is weird. You'd think you'd have to. Like if they were making TVK the movie <laughs> and they didn't even like talk to you, a little weird. Like I don't know how they could yeah, legally would, do that. Yeah, That'd be yeah. weird. I mean, obviously. I wouldn't expect them to. But. Obviously, you know who would play you. Uh, Will Smith, Scarlett Duh. Johansson. That's what. I'm <laughs> Honestly, yeah, no, she's like, perfect. Wait, like, wait a minute. To, wait, Drew, you need to smile more. Wait, she, yeah, in order to get oh. the kids. But uh, that was a good. We're just joke, bringing it back. Bro. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but the um the the nuts yeah the nuts thing about it is so they they pull in all the people who was about and so they set up cameras they had them watch it and this is like a thirty minute vi- video and you'd figure you'd assume they'd come out they were just like a sea of complaints about this movie. Mm-hmm. And blast it because, uh, 
but, but like that's what I thought going in before. But I watched the movie and I'm like, I bet they'd be happy with it because they come out looking very favorable. It felt uh-huh. like a, like both entertaining. Like yeah, they're gonna flex some things for entertainment and like adjust storylines to make it a film. You mm. do that with everything, mm. but. They came in there and they only opened up with like one minute of critiques like, hey, like well, that conversation never actually happened. Uh, or like this one was actually he was much worse. Like this is way worse than the actual thing portrayed. Mm-hmm. But there was only like one minute of complaints and then like 20 minutes of like really nuanced praise for the film and like thankfulness. Mm-hmm. And they go around and they're asking uh, Megan <clears throat> Kelly's asking the other people there about that. And they're very complimentary of the people who portrayed them mm. and how they like really met. Ma- some of them, it's insane. Like you look at a photo of Megyn Kelly and then mm. Charlize Theron I as Megyn Kelly. I, I love Dude, her, I love, man. She's my favorite. Yeah, she's, no, she's, plus Mad she's Max, dope. when she's like, has no hair and is like beating up people beating and like people. blowing up vehicles. Man. I'm like, I'm obsessed. There's but something about a woman that beats up people. There's something about- There's a, something about it, man. Like you just know, like Max if I leave, the babies are safe, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they, they're taken care they're, of. Like, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. it's just, it was like a really, it was just a bunch of incredible performances. We'll mm-hmm. hopefully get some things at the awards. It wins, it'll win makeup a lot because of just how they were able to directly replicate living people who are now. It's kind of nuts. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, uh, what was... It was the reason why I bring this up is she's been going around. And first off, I just thought it'd be really controversial, but it's not been because mm-hmm. they, they seem to have handled it well, threading the line of still making uh, the story entertaining, but being faithful to the adaption. Isn't that right, Shiloh? You were happy about the faithfulness of the adaption? He was like, you didn't save any for me. Yeah. He's just like, he's trying to get a hold of Shiloh. Shiloh, it's very important. But one of the things, like one of the most memorable lines uh, and moments is... In the movie, it's just so uncomfortable. And they wanted it to be like that because this is how it becomes real life. One of the things Roger Ailes would do uh, would, whenever he'd, he'd, you know, bring in, he'd bring in the woman to his office and he's this old, chubby, ugly, thoughtful, creepy guy. He's the head of Fox News. His, he's his the play, power. His playground has yeah, been abandoned for a it's while. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, and so he would pull in these people and he would always make them, he's like, oh, you know, they'd have the conversation and he, it was all about loyalty. Mm-hmm. It's like any corrupt, it's, it's like, oh, this isn't sexual. He'd want you to do the thing. And so he would, uh, similar to uh, another uh, <coughs> president, but the, the, where you'd never, you never directly ask for things that are incriminating. You, you try to make the other person do it to you, make it their idea. So it'd never be like, hey, come over here and do this to my body. And like, I need sexual favors now. It'd be like, I need you to find a way to prove your loyalty. And then he'd like sit back and like, mm. you know, like look back and it's like, fine. It was like, well, and one of the things he would do, and it's kind of symbolizes all, he would be like, hey, well, why don't you, will you stand up? You know, we twirl. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. think of like some of these like powerful people, these powerful mm-hmm. women come in there mm-hmm. and they'd have to stand up and just spin around. And what she's, what everyone said, well, it's it's not like, oh, he just wants to like look at your butt. It's worse. That is the power move. It's like, you will never forget who I am. I'm in charge of you. And it's just humiliating. And for Megan Kelly, she was talking specifically how she presented this to everyone, now how she's talking about it in interviews. Because she had stayed quiet for a while yeah. uh, when the film was out. But she, she came out and she's like, uh, 
you know, I graduated like top of my class from mm. Harvard Law mm. or one of her law school. Mm. She put her way through that. She she argued cases for mm. like Supreme Court. She mm. clerked for the greatest people. She did, mm. you know, she had a huge law career ahead mm. of her as a superstar. She's yeah. like, I've done all these things and never once in my life have I had to stand up and twirl. Mm. And, you know, and so it was just humiliating for all the things she's done, all that she's accomplished. Mm. She's still just some woman to him. Isn't that, isn't that fucked up, dude? It's like so you could spend up. your entire life and then just because somebody is a different gender and that gender happens to have more brute, like just biologically more brute strength and like physical power and also economic power over yeah, you. Yeah, he was just, he was the boss. You, and none of your accomplishments mean anything in the yeah. face of that. That is so incredibly... Like when I try to empathize with that situation, uh, it's alarming, and I would hate for my daughter to encounter that, or because, any, yeah, or, any. or my mother, or my sister, or my cousin, uh, <clears throat> because I come from a, a family of badass bitches, man. Like every one of them are college educated. My cousin's a dentist; she drives a Mercedes. Like my mom has a master's degree in psychology. Uh, that she's a real estate broker. Like I come from incredible women and just, so I've seen, I've, I grew up seeing that and just imagining them being just because of the way they were born they're born a woman that they in some way it's can have reminder. their power stripped from it's them the, like, immediately. That's, it's, I can't remember there's, but like the twirl, it's just like, that's a specific that's moment so fucked you up, can dude. remember. So they made yeah. sure to put it in the film. And they really showed how uncomfortable yeah. it was. And so Margot Robbie goes in there, and that's the scene. It's in. Oh, man. <clears throat> and she's, I wouldn't mind she's watching in, her twirl, though. She's but <laughs> of her own request, her own I wouldn't record. ask her to. Just, yeah. I'd just be like, look, if you want to twirl, well, let's be real. If Margo, the choice is yours, If, if Margot Margo. Robbie's in the room, she's in the position of full power. We have, <laughs> yeah, no, she's we got have power absolutely over no say. Yeah, I have no power She's over. the boss. Because yeah. she goes in there, and she lays down an incredible yeah. performance. I bet like, she she's, does. She's such she's, a great actress. She's incredible. Such a great actress. Yeah. I mean, all of them are. Like, no wonder. It's just like, oh, man. Just See, they earn that. They earn They earn that. And also, you just know, I can't remember. Someone gives an interview. Kate McKinnon has been doing some interviews because she's in it. And so she mm-hmm. talks about, she worked most closely scene-wise with Mar- the Margot Robbie character. Mm-hmm. And she was just talking about how incredible she is as an actress. Because she goes in and they'd film this, like, devastating scene. And, you know, like Margot was just like the cry and like just like delivers this incredible performance. And, you know, it's like cut and Margot Robbie's apparently like working on her own like short film. And so it'd be like, oh, and then like immediately cut like, oh, so who do we have as the DP for this film? Oh, that'd be great. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, immediately, like, just hand switches. the phone, like complete switches, like her mascara is running. Doing, like, oh, She's like, got snot so out her nose. script coming on it? Oh, you know, I'm trying to get my show produced. And then, okay, next, you know, move on. So, <laughs> so Why just, like, are you? In, yeah. In, incredible uh, actress. But anyways, like I can't remember the specific story mm-hmm. but Obama had a similar one too there's like a famous quote where he's just talking about it's like think about it Harvard Law top of the class like editor or whatever it's called of like the Harvard Law Review community mm-hmm. organizer mm-hmm. senator president mm-hmm. and he's just like if you someone didn't recognize him they'd lock their car door if he walked by yeah man and it's like and I, I there was something maybe it was <laughs> that there was some similar like to the twirl story there's something just super poetic. He's just like, no matter how much I've done, I'm still just a black man in America. Mm-hmm. Like that could change in an instant. Yeah. Or you, when you think about 
LeBron talked about that too, or other moments where other NBA celebrities, there's one, and I can't remember if it was on the box, Milwaukee box, but just a story like that, like someone who's at the top of their field, like huge name, accomplished so much, broken world records, and like in the wrong situations, just like you're just another black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are. No, it really doesn't, man. And I, but, but here's the deal. Uh, we like to get doom and gloom on the Faking Notes podcast because it's cute, it's relatable, <laughs> and it's sexy. But in actuality, we have to be cognizant of the fact that people are becoming, by and large, more empathic. Better. We're becoming more empathic. We still have a long way to go. But, you know, my grandfather was called nigger all the time. He had acid thrown in his face. My grandfather... I have never been called that word ever in my life uh, in a malicious way. (laughs) (laughs) I've had trolls call me that on on social media platforms and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, at the end of the day, man, uh, even though I'm taking self-defense classes and I'm trying to get in shape, I'm just trying to be ready. But I'm not worried about people trying to harm it certainly me. has yeah i mean way. obviously long ways to go but everyone always quotes it too like if you look at all the stats <sighs> just on almost every metric things are improving yeah man also i'm also not a i'm not a fighting dude man like i just even if people get mad my first reaction is to be like whoa um I don't like that you? you're killing the yeah. vibe, bro. Who like, hurt what the you? Fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. What, like, what else is you going get, on? You want a hug, bro? Come here. Like, is, like, is this situation really like worth this? Yeah, is it, it, bro? Is it worth it? Like, exactly. What, you're like, what else is going on in your life that has led yeah. you to be this angry? So, about so, sir, sir, where, where did, where did he touch you? Where on this Chipotle where, bowl? Where, where in this Chipotle bowl did he touch you? Did he put? Oh, guac! Holy shit! Where the guac is, and it was extra. Guac is extra. Walks always extra, bro. Oh my god! So what else is going on? So I'm um, besides just running around playing besides, for Besides uh, being show. a uh, performer multiple times on on a nationally televised award show. Telemundo. <laughs> uh, weird flex, but okay. No, I'm just I'm just playing. But uh, I think you know I, I just before I came here I, I was writing, so you know that was one of the things that I wanted to do in 2020 was to. Um, write more music, and I've been saying it for a long time. So I sat in a cafe for an hour and a half, listened to a beat that I bought from my boy Jay Isaac, and I wrote four bars. <laughs> and Drew pulled in, he's just like, and I was there an hour and a half, and, and I wrote four bars. Mediocre. They're and I was mediocre. just like, welcome to composition, man. <laughs> Bro, it is so, it's so struggly, but I just know I have to do it more. I think that was one of the things on the Amy podcast recently. Uh, Amy, a um, board member of the pod. Um, <laughs> unbeknownst to her yeah, yeah. <laughs> involuntary boy member of the pod but one of the things interesting music that we we touched on and that now I get to experience a nice hybrid of this life is I always enjoyed going into an office or something closer to a normal work environment mm-hmm. because you have a sense of accomplishment because you're given tasks by someone else it's your job to complete said task or to manage other person doing tasks and tasks are done so there is always a to-do list every job is like this go in there you must complete task for a job it's like a game complete task for a job and you complete task a day 
and then you go in the next day and you complete the task and you go home and it feels you you've accomplished something and that's one of the hard parts about any performing art is oh my god it's it's often like the work doesn't always translate into accomplishment even if you go in there and you have a good day because it's never ending Mm -hmm. it's depressing yeah like it's it's hard because it's hard to actually see there's there is really no finish line Case in point, I was practicing when I was warming up to play for play a mock audition for my for friend in the pod, Nathan Chan, friend in, the pod. in preparation of a, a professional audition I have in a couple of weeks. Uh, I was warming up with a G flat a G flat drone, and I was mm-hmm. playing my my G flat scales and arpeggios, and I was like, okay, this not only sounds bad, but it sounded a little less it it sounded a little less bad after I was doing it after I was done but I'm not really gonna use this <laughs> anytime soon it's just in G, case. All, all those G flat jams in uh, LA G look honestly though uh some of the work I've been doing I've I've had to play in in some weird keys B flat minor and D flat major and because with singers with singers singers and I just do a lot more of that work so it's yeah. Useful. So yeah, it was like it was easy. It was D, and then they're having a little rough day. So oh my god, yeah, and it was like, no, you know what? <sighs> D flat, it it speaks to me. That was one of my favorite things doing this musical two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think it was like a want to be in a wise decision. Uh, there was, like, of course, no budget for a live musician. We were running three weekends, full show, all sold out. But we can, couldn't afford even a pianist to come in there. And we were still making changes up until day of. And So it was a big production. It was huge big production, budget, big you budget. know. I mean, Alicia I got to cash through. my first seven-figure check. Oh, hell um, yeah, bro. You know, for the first one. The Checks second be one. looking like phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the second one was, was the A looked like a, it was really an area code. Was what I was was cashing, oh, but no, but yeah. it, it was it was that's a, okay. It was it was a fun, it was a really fun gig. But one of the nice things about in the future and like virtual instrument land is like this music called for big Disney s things. It wanted orchestra, it wanted big, but we were on a no human budget, <laughs> and also for changes, it, to throw changes at a live performer is hard. To be able to mix things up. Like if someone came, some pianists, you know, can knock it out and often the theater people can. But if there's a huge full song, you know, like, you know, they're not feeling well. Can we bump it down? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you're paying a lot for that pianist because <clears throat> they'll say they'll do it and they'll be pissed. But what was really nice about In Virtual Land is like when it came to that, it was literally like highlight, down, <laughs> print, <laughs> Ex- yeah, export uh, go command and, a and so we, i remember once we, we literally yeah. did that yeah it was like open up like command a unhighlight drums yeah you don't uh-huh. wanna, otherwise yeah <laughs> pitch all the drums down <laughs> or it'll it'll just move them all down to the next thing so like oh. it was a kick is like so it'd be like ting ting it's like oh that was a kick uh, 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 dude, this, this beat hits different, man. Yeah, what the like, fuck? Wow, is, is that a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, producer Woo. jokes? Oh man, yeah, just, uh, but um, Logic Pro. Uh, but anyways, like moving it down is simple. So that we we literally once like the singer was it was it was just struggling to hit 
<clears throat> it was written really high anyway, so that's mm-hmm. not her fault. But it's the end of the show, and you know she's she's going for it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I remember talking to the composer like it's really hard. It's straining her. Like we got it. it's it's not right to do this anyways. And I was just like I got this. So I went in there, highlighted it all, dragged it down, just took it down a whole step, slapped in the file into the, the Q Lab thing, and mm-hmm. we didn't even tell the singer. And she mm-hmm. felt so good. She felt so good about herself because she Q-Lab's could do it. Good. Q-Lab's she, good. She felt she she felt great about it because uh, <laughs> it came in and she crushed that last song and she felt awesome. She had no idea. There's a reason why she crushed it. Look, it was but see, that's that's was true down. teamwork. Yeah, that's because the last thing you want to do it would like hurt someone's feelings if we're like, hey, we're going to take this down. We know it's strong. Not even though it was really our fault for being so high <clears throat> in the first place. Yeah, but. Power technology, I remember that. Like, in intermission, I'm at, you know, the premiere's already happened. We're maybe weekend two. Uh-huh. And me just pulling out the laptop. I was like, I got this. Meanwhile, the on Monday morning, you open up the LA Times and you go to the music section to see. Um, local composer Trevor Bumgarner uh, premiered <laughs> his musical <clears throat> at uh, Royce Hall. Royce Hall. <laughs> Disney Hall. At UCLA. Disney Hall, sure. Disney Hall, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Jeffrey, you're correct. Yeah. Disney <laughs> Hall. And uh, I couldn't help but notice that the, the the musical opens with D major. And while the, the lead singer beautifully performed her part, I couldn't help but feel like it was a bit out of her reach. <laughs> and I, I must say, the tasteful... The tasteful transformation of D flat major at the very conclusion of this masterwork reminded me of Tristan and <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the the the, uh, the the transformation of Tristan and Isolde. Racist, racist, very anti-Semitic. What a what a what a dick. What a dick. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Like a hundred years from now. Whenever, you, like, some little shits or have some, uh-huh. you know, whatever they have it, whatever the podcast equivalent is that just, like, auto-uploads uh, to your brain, it's just going to be, like, don't think like that. Well, you know Trevor what? Trevor and Drew. You know what, man? And this is really hard for me to say. I'm ready for it. But I've been preparing. In preparing for these auditions, I've had to listen to some Wagner for the first time. Like, seriously listen to Wagner. Let me tell you, like I never, I never learned my excerpts sober. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Liddy, and I'm listening to this, and I gotta admit, Wagner bumps hard. See, that's fuck. There's man. a reason why he can be a garbage. Oh. There's a reason why he he can just be a, have been a garbage human, and yet somehow oh. he's still played all the time. He's still talked about. I'm bothered it's by it. So I never really, because as we talked about it before, it's like I was really into some of the earlier music and then in really contemporary music. So I just, not that I missed, I was just not super into. And one of the people I glossed through, among others, like Strauss Mahler, uh, all the great pianists, so just like I missed a lot of that romantic period goodness. Like and late 
symphonic yeah. porn. Yeah, like, like the symphonic yeah. porn just wasn't quite for me. I was like, yeah. I don't have an hour to like to no, orgasm. I need this, this. quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I need. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll put you. you go up, I love, I'm down with minimalism, but I just I don't have an hour for a symphony. I want to. Yeah, I want to intake something for a else. movement. Yeah. <laughs> It's an but hour for a second, It bro. just wasn't for me, and I wasn't <laughs> super into opera either. But ex- the very last year I was in New York, when I was uh, working on, like, the second theories, like, so year two with the honors students, like, theory th- three and four, and it's all centered about super harmonic sexiness and, like, a lot of Wagner, all, the, all these romantic p- period composers. And I was sitting there just like, shit, this is amazing. It's I was like, he's so such weird. a garbage, such an awful human. But, dude, it <clears> sounds so good. Like I some re- of those moments when you sit down and you just take it in. I'm like, take it, you take it in, in the nostril. It's so, yeah. you can literally just like taste that. You and like, I was like, ah, oh, damn, I get it. I get how someone would go and like take four hours of that straight to the face and like walk out happy. It's ear sugar. Like, <clears throat> there's, and, it, and it's weird that, you know, I, enjoyed something as thoroughly as Adolf Hitler, the same as Adolf Hitler. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like we that's could totally too. be that that's the part that like fucks me up the most is like, yo, he wasn't wrong about how lit this was either. Which <laughs> there's, is it's hard to agree there's with. There's a great it uh it's really <laughs> funny. Uh Norm McDonald, like mm-hmm. he's like the comedian one of the comedians comedians. Yeah. Uh was always gonna be the next big thing. Uh-huh. And just He's, he's always been around for comedians, but just never, like, quite hit yeah. directly with the public. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he got, like, either thrown off of SNL or, like, was around for... But just really really funny, great writer. And his most recent... Uh, or one of his most recent se- uh, s- uh, specials mm-hmm. on Netflix was, like, called, like, Hitler's Dog or something. And so he has a whole joke about that. He's just yeah. like, you know, it's, like, it's obviously a very bad guy, but, like, he had a dog. Yeah, no, right. And, like, he's like, and I bet that dog... Like loved, loved him, him. Yeah. <laughs> like had no idea. Had no I, idea. And and then he's just like, and then he says some funny thing, and then it, the segment just like ends, and it just says like Hitler's dog. Like, <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's like it's like I know you're not on these dating apps, but a lot of these girls are like, <clears throat> I like dogs more than people. I'm like, yeah, dog. But can people. a dog cook you dinner? Like yeah. like <laughs> like what do you what do you want? Uh. So I don't know. I think dog that really listen. Plenty of people like dogs. I think that that's just a human, like literally. Your dog has been very well behaved for the past ten minutes. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to break the streak, but I think he's down for the count. Now he's see. Now he's all cute after yeah. he slaughtered my arm. Dude, he he's like he is like a toddler. He just rambunctious as fuck, wears himself out, and then he's asleep. He's just like, no, I'm cute. I'm and you're like, cute. oh, speaking this is of like toddlers, so like, murder Wagner, the oh. the. It's it's he's he is the face of the question, at least in music that he's always brought up when it's that topic of mm. like what to do about the art versus the, artist. the art and the artist. Like how do you separate? He he's he's one of the, he's the face of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Just uh, listen to Brahms or Ravel, you'll be okay. Yeah, it's like you'll be cool. It's It'll like cool. don't don't ever touch the opioids, okay? And don't, don't ever take Percocet. It is don't a neat topic. I mean, we're bumping it down. So mm-hmm. you bring it towards today, like a great some of the great comedians. You know, what do you do with their work? Abstinence. You 
don't have sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just, here at the Faking Notes podcast. We we we're uh, proponents of abstinence of uh, of uh, in in celery. Yes, unless <clears throat> you're of age and you're cute and you think Drew's cute too, and then <laughs> then we might advise. Link in the description. Link in the description. Yeah, you gotta be careful of those fans, but I don't know. It is a no, weird. No, don't don't mess. It with is fans. a be weird um, subject to actually think about, like to really like what do you do? And, I, and there's no clear answer. Uh, it's easier. It's it's but also if you think about, it, and this comes up in like thought experiments and philosophy and other things. Like, does time the effect of time on that? Because if Wagner was alive and was writing great music now. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, mm-hmm. he writes Tristan, or the the hip equivalent of <clears throat> Tristan for the younger generation. He's huge. And Tristan does terrible things. He says the same exact stuff. Is it because we're just there's distance from it that we we can still have a conversation about it versus like oh you can't watch any more Wagner specials? Like that's another weird thing too. Is like even if if it's the, if the quote unquote the crime was similar. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> is an atrocity okay just because time has passed? If you think about it, it's not. Uh, tying this back into our usual, Dan Carlin brings up something similar. Genghis Khan, the things he actually did were horrific, but he's kind of like this interesting cult figure. Like He's referenced a lot. They make him seem cool in films. But if you think about what he did, you know, chopping off the ears of entire cities... It's horrifying, but because you're so removed from it and so distant, he he winds up. <clears throat> all these brutal people wind up getting revered. I have a I have a interesting perspective on this because I just Seriously. listened to a Joe Rogan podcast, a conversation with Barry Weiss, who's an oh animal. yeah. Did you listen? To she that shows one? up. No, she's a uh, New York Times, correct? Yeah, New York Times opinion. I writer. love her. Yeah, she's I have a weird super, crush on her. She's she because she's so smart. She's incredibly clear and astute on this one. She topic. winds up on Bill Maher all the time. Mm-hmm. She's a frequent guest on him, and that's I how I knew Bill about Maher. her. I don't know Bill Maher's no, show. No, many few do. I I don't watch all of them. But he was he I was should, also on Joe recently. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, they would probably just smoke up a lot. They they had they had a great conversation. But Barry was talking about, and I think this is why Wagner is so troublesome for me. And also, why I think also Hitler is 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 another one of those. <laughs> very, very tr- you know, it's just hard way to the it's, mind. It's it's it, like it's it's, it's still very call. triggering. Let's hear it. It's because anti-Semitism is still a problem. It's still a widespread problem. It has been for thousand thousands of years, and it probably will continue to be. And Barry, in her conversation with Joe, really highlights that and talks about a lot of the history. And I'm not going to butcher it and relay it to you. You should listen to that episode. But I think because that problem hasn't been resolved and we're seeing a resurgence of such, of the same sentimentalities that brought about the Holocaust, that is why we it's still sore to talk about Wagner and Hitler. But with Genghis Khan... People we don't in China, know they're not their getting conflict. their ears, they're not getting their ears chopped off still because <clears> of a certain thing. What's really going on in places like China is that Muslim minorities oh, yeah. are being sent the to Uyghur. re-education. The Uyghur Muslim minorities are being sent to these re-education. And they have kindergarten kindergarten schools for the parents that they abduct for re-education, and they send those kids to boarding school. 
and those kids are indoctrinated. It's like, scary. It's millions of people. One other, I mean, like look at the it. entire country of North Korea. And if you read about it, so also for the pod Celeste, like did a bunch of like research into it for mm-hmm. the same musical. And so I'd read books and like, it is the world's worst. <clears throat> They're the, the front leader of all, pretty much every negative category of just like human rights abuses. The entire country is under re-education and it's just a nightmare, like some of the actual stories. And I think it's because they don't look like us and it's literally the other side of the world that we just completely ignore it. And it's laughed off because their dictator is a little chubby, he's got a stupid haircut, ha 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 ha. And it's like he had his, all of his family members getting killed. <laughs> well, he killed them all. You it's know. also the alliances with China and Russia yeah. that prevent it because, like, when you we can't mess with the little one. Then you get nuclear powers involved, and then it's just it just spirals out of control. But we just it's World that was War a good a, point. I didn't know? think about <clears throat> it. Hasn't uh, been solved. That's the yeah, point. yeah, and yeah. And, yeah, and I guess that's the one. And but when these people run these thought experiments, I can't remember. Maybe it's Sam Harris. Other ones like they just talk about this too in like how time changes things. At what point in time does like these horrible things of now, it's almost inevitable. 400 40. years from now, suddenly it's like, there's nothing but Holocaust jokes because it's some distant thing. 40 acres and yeah. a mule, homie. That's all it'll take here in America. <laughs> Every black person gets 40, 40 acres, acres and a mule, man. Don't let don't let us get started, man. We're gonna make up tech companies <laughs> and shit. We're gonna have Walt Black started. Wall Street going again. They don't want that. Would it be like we yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be over slave. I would, yeah. Like I would be like, all right, y'all forget. <laughs> yeah, we're good. If I was given 40 we're, acres and a, and a mule, mule, bruh, I'd be balling. I'd be like trying to pick up chicks on that mule. I'd be on the back of that mule, like, <gasps> hey baby, we'll whatever good. mule sounds like. You like the mule. That's just more that can't haunt. Is that Too much is, yeah. Well, what a mule actually sound like? I, Oh, <laughs> oh, ah, yeah, it's like, hey, hey, baby, ah, you like my mule? I just, I just love it. It's just like, hey, we're getting some like, we cool now, hey, baby, like, baby, you like my mule? Ah, yeah, the last, what you, what you the last like 400 years, we, we cool, right? We cool, right? We cool, hey, right? girl, what if it was, on. what's the modern equivalent? What would be like the slap in the face? Like, uh, uh, we'll give you an iPod touch. Just <laughs> like, something humiliating. <laughs> no, like the eye, it's like, oh, wait, God, it's like, Okay, we're finally gonna do reparations to absolve our original sin. Uh, do you want uh, a fifty dollar <laughs> iTunes gift card, or <laughs> just like, what are the, or uh, or this or, coupon book, or free delivery on yeah. the next ten Amazon or, orders, or t- or two months of Hulu Plus? You know, oh like, my god! Yeah, you know, free. honestly, we all know what we would t- yeah. we would we go for, right? Add free Hulu Plus. At, Let's hear it. Oh damn, dude! I was gonna say on three, say what we wanted. Oh yeah, I'd <laughs> like, be like, um. But anyway, no, that's it's very interesting. I think that. Yeah, I think the, the at least with the test of time, if we if society has moved forward, if there has been actual progress, and if uh, the subjugation is no more, and the effects have been not only acknowledged, documented, and repaired, I think yeah. that is when you can begin to heal. Um, and I think, and we we again other things we've touched on before, but you look to. You look to Germany because it's such a recent thing, mm-hmm. and it you can. 
historically you can really pinpoint it at a moment. Mm-hmm. It's got a name. It's the Hagas. It's like it's horrible. You can pinpoint. You can find locations. Uh, it's still very real. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think one of the one of the problems that why slavery has gotten to pass is because you can't pinpoint. There's not one moment of it's like up. Oh, it was this is the year. Like no, it's hundreds of years, and it's literally everywhere. It's the the entire country e- exists because of it. Well, it's because they also wars. made fortunes. Yeah. like we like built- entire wars. Like yep. like it's it's such a huge thing mm-hmm. that was ignored. So it's it wasn't like a not that Holocaust is remotely isolated, but you can't pinpoint to one moment uh, for almost, slavery. It's almost worse in the fact that these people that were enslaved were enslaved their entire lives. And then they their created economic their wealth. Entire lives. And they were, they pretty much were, they were killed just like a gas chamber, but it was slow, agonizing, humiliating, and dehumanizing for their entire Hundreds lives. of years. And no hope, constant sorrow, and being told that you aren't worth anything. And then you fast forward a couple of, just fast forward 70 years from when we got, when we weren't just, we didn't have separate drinking fountains. Yeah. You expect people to just to be lift the themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. up from the bootstraps. <laughs> to, to take the... To the oh, after the bus. crack epidemic of the 80s. Oh, you oh, just, yeah. just not take drugs. Meanwhile, yeah. you know, lawyer and his cousin are hooked on opioids and it's a now a crisis, dude. Yeah. It's a crisis, bro. The Chappelle, the Chappelle thing. Oh, I know. Like, it, I get it now. I don't care either. I don't care either. <laughs> it's like, but, uh, God but it, uh, damn. So the, the thing we talked about, so because they could pinpoint it, it's recent. Mm-hmm. And the one good thing Germany has done since then yeah. is they acknowledge it, apologize for it. They, they ban it. You, you, you can't, run around with the swastika anywhere. Like it is, and it's a point of shame for them. <laughs> like in Germany, <clears throat> in Germany, they've acknowledged it and it's shame. Like there's a lot of, there's some neat interviews them going around people who are parents or like who's still alive then. Mm-hmm. And there's like some like sense of denial or like lack mm-hmm. of control. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know what was going on and other, course, and other stuff like, but, but you can tell at the root of it, shame. Like they've acknowledged like, this was bad, and we don't want. And they're they put up barriers to not let it, stuff happen again. Mm-hmm. Versus a uh, slaver, like absolutely no shame, denial. Uh, the 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 uh, Bill Bill Burr joke. Where it's just, he's just like every every year, white people add on a hundred years to slavery. Like, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, it was four hundred years ago. You yeah, know, like every it was so long ago. It was so long you know, ago. it's just, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's yeah, it was it's never tough, never repaired. No, like, but but I think we, I will say this about my brothers and sisters. We are among the most resilient people I know because the fact that we yeah. aren't that we are as far along as we are in, after, in, after hundreds of years that we've just kind of sprung back and we're not really violent. We're not re- revolting. That might be demanding. the most mind blo- mind blowing fact. We're it's so like, docile. If man. you had, it's just like, if you look at history and it's like, if, if that had happened to so loving, let's say any, yeah, anything else, let's say it was, if that, had, uh, like something like religious, like, okay. Like mm-hmm. if, if America was 10%, Muslim, and then they were just subjugated to even 
10% of, of slavery or whatever. And just like the fact that it's, there's not like constant war and violent uprising after all that, it's just, it's kind of like mind blowing, breathtaking that it was like, okay, like we will try to move past this. It's like, what? Look, and that's the rare generation. Every generation gets better too. That's what's so crazy is every generation has this new idea. Like the people that are at the tops of fields are becoming more and more diverse every, and even in public spaces. Just the fact that Neil deGrasse Tyson exists. Oh my God. And he's the, he's the face. He's the face of like. I mean, you look around at most of these like academics. So beyond sport, entertainment, you, you name it. It's it's completely changed. I mean, it's changing. Golf, golf, like comedy. Ten years ago, yeah, like ten years ago, golf, the whitest sport of the yeah, planet, and, and was a, ruled and a by black Asian he, dude. And he decimated dude. the records, blazing all those Reading courses. His, man. I, one of my friends, we'd play a, in, in college. We'd play a lot of like the Tiger Woods mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. and was kind of my because I grew up and I always like followed him, and he was like a big fan. Uh, my dad was a big fan, so we we're always rooting for Tiger. Mm-hmm. Like we got him a fake signed Tiger. With the name thing. like Tiger, dude. That's what such a, a dope tough Tiger name. and that's a Woods. Tough name. Like that's a Tiger, that's such a great golfer. Woods, man. That's such a great. great name. That's such a great name. God. Like, underrated name. If his name was like a Tiger in the Woods, man. Yeah. If his name was like Charlie. Epstein. <laughs> oh God, just so God. Okay. But, uh, but anyways, like, I think what's also becoming more unique. So if you think of in the seventies and eighties, there were a lot of well-known and and diverse like leaders, figures that were very popular. Mm-hmm. Beginning in the nineties, I mean, think of in comedy, Eddie Murphy was the king. Mm-hmm. He was the king. Uh, Fucking Michael Jordan, like just like mm-hmm. all these like massive Magic Johnson, massive figures. Oh, Real Cosby, L. O. Cool uh, J. But oh there's God. there's huge there's huge figures. But I think what's more unique about now is it's been enough. Like I guess I don't know if you call that a full generation. Maybe so. Like the parents, mm. where it's it's again, so that it wasn't like now. There these aren't first, like leaders in the field. Like then it was like the first time where enough time had passed and opportunities for to overcome and become leaders in the new arena in mm. the eighties. And like <clears throat> we're growing up 20, 30 years later. And it's like, oh, that's it's not fluke. It's not just a one off thing. Like and now it's it's like it wasn't like a new for us, it's not like necessarily like a new thing in in a in a good way, and that it just feels more normal. Like you're mm. almost like expecting that. And it's understood. It's not like, wow, like look at this person coming out of nowhere. I don't think you're not sitting around questioning like Neil deGrasse Tyson. No. It's like not a question. I'm very, I'm very excited. You know what? I think that African-Americans don't get enough credit for is like really forging culture. Like we, like it's not just American culture. It's like world culture. Just even looking at how... And I think we've talked about it before. Just like taking one example, jazz, baby. Like how oh, yeah. jazz took over Europe, the world. Everywhere. It's still, and, and then and then now in the internet age with hip hop, how hip hop is just gone around dominated. The world. And people in other countries understand where it comes from. 
There are people in other countries that have murals of Biggie and Tupac. Which is like, wild. They get it. Yeah, it's so wild that like our heroes, that African American heroes are also heroes for Koreans and like pe- Chinese people in Chengdu. And like they just it's just well, so just cool. Of, like <clears throat> that's our China, export, one of China's man. favorite sports. Basketball. <laughs> like, you know, the whole all the brothers in the NBA were like, hold up. I yeah. don't. I don't know. I ain't. Talk, I ain't saying shit about China. They. They're some yeah, of my favorite like, people. I got the biggest it's just fans. Like in China. love biggest fans. Love them. Oh man, they probably. Er, they probably like er. miss going over to China and smashing all those. Oh yeah, can you imagine all those women. Like imagine you're a, not only basketball so popular, but you're a black man. You're tall, <laughs> muscular. You're like the opposite of every other dude this woman has ever seen in her life, and you're famous. And you're, and you're talented. millionaire, and you're very good at it, and you look good. Yeah. Like, I imagine they literally, they have to have security detail. Because there's, like, that famous, like, instead of, God. instead of, yeah, instead of, like, Nixon in China, as, like, a historical moment, there's got to be, like, a LeBron in China. Oh, man. Just go over there. That footage will never be seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think, I'm excited to see the future. I want to be a part of this. Future. This movement, because you know what, there is a real movement going on, even in just music, where there are so many African American string players coming out of nowhere and just doing dope shit. Because they've always they've been there, but like getting <sighs> opportunities to be but there. There's so many, like just even being in Am <clears throat> and seeing my boy D Sharp, and then you know Azima Ramsey, and uh, you know, you got Eric Stanley out here in the camp. You got Victor Ekbo. You've got uh, Lee England Jr. and my and our boy Winton. And 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 there's and there's I am Mappy. This this uh, Caribbean chick who does like dance hall violin covers and stuff. That's there's awesome. just there's so many people. It is popping you know off. like now is it's the great. best time to be alive. It's great. It really is. It is. And it then really is. you got to shoot your shot with the world. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> shoot your shot with the All world. Right, is everyone, that the name we of gotta the keep, Yeah. Is that the name of the episode? With the world. Shoot your have, shot with the world. Man. Yeah. I'm, uh, that or, um, uh, uh, what is it? Slide, slide in the DMs. Of, no, uh, no, no, no. Sure, what's what? the, uh, 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 court is now adjourned. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> court is in session. Uh, dun, dun. <laughs> kung, kung. Dude, I didn't ask Amy this. But I like to ask women why they like those crime docs and crime shows. I don't know. Do you watch crime shows? I don't. I don't know many dudes that do. I don't. I don't I know. Used Maybe to. it's no, there's just gotta be something fun about like the bad stuff. Bro, it's why we want yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I watch they're more the aware of like, stuff. Up shit, well plus man. they probably have to be more aware. They have like, we, to. like we're walking down the street and Bro, we're cool. Like no I one's gonna attack saw, me. I saw an hinge last night this chick she said uh i watch crime documentaries to learn about countermeasures on how to like <laughs> keep myself safe but actually like i'm like that i think that's why it makes sense. i think i think she just answered well my sometimes question. it's fun to you know it's like driving by the car crash like oh yeah you gotta look at it and that's the equivalent oh, it's man. the serial car serial man, killer car i crashes. don't you know maybe i don't like that stuff because i i it's kind of like I'm gonna have to clean up that mess. You know, what I mean? it's like, like I'm. If if my girl ends up talking shit to this big old muscly dude, she ain't gonna be the dude, one. You're about to, to be serial killer. It's gotta be me. I'm gonna, well, I mean, maybe why it's, you put me in this it's position, gotta be girl? the same thing. Like, 
us watching like history and like war documentaries and crap because you just sit there thinking how bonkers. And it's also like, oh man, dude, I'm yeah. such a little, I'm a little I'm baby. A little I'm not baby. in. Tr- I'd be in that tr- trench, being like, guys, are your feet getting mushy? I mean, yeah, like, bro. I mean, like if, wearing if shoes. It's cold. If cold, guys, guys, I don't like you this. Turn it up. Is Let me just pull up my. Is your iPad not charging? Oh, yeah, I'm sitting I in the know. trench, being like, uh, guys, are you able to connect to Wi-Fi? <laughs> Does anybody know a Wi-Fi password in this bitch? I'm gonna tweet at Britain. Please get better. Yeah. Your service sucks. Yeah, Britain. My my plane out of Dunkirk was canceled, and no one. <laughs> France, you need to step it up. France, oh my God, you're falling. Your fiber optic cables aren't working. But I can't post my IG <laughs> updates. God. Oh my God, this filter, this this gas filter sucks. Bro, let's take this boomerang of going over the trench. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so dead in any, in any dude way. immediately. Dude, I'd be so dead. I'd like trip and fall on my face and land in a pool of I'm poisonous, such poisonous. A baby. I'd chemicals. be the first one dead. I just, I know. It. There was a uh, Passchendaele was one of the battlefields of World War One, mm-hmm. where they had it was so heavily artillery. Uh, like they 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 literally shot millions of, arti- of artillery shells to like try to batter the enemy. The whole field was wet and mushy. It was during the rainy season. Oh my god! And so they had to put out these narrow paths of wooden planks <clears throat> to advance forward because if you stepped on anything else, you'd sink. you'd sink and drown. And it wouldn't be fast; it would be slow. Like people would talk about, they would go on, uh, they would go and try to push to the front line. A buddy would kind of lose his balance and fall over. And he would have his feet stuck and nobody else would be able to get him. Nobody else would be be able to get him. Six, seven hours later, they would be coming back and the guy is, he's stuck. He's done. He's like stuck and he's not going lower. He's not going any lower and he's, it's just his head popping up. It's just his head above ground. And he's sitting there just saying, hey, you mind helping me? Oh, hey, okay. Hey, we cool? Hey, we cool? hey, hey, could you, could you, I'm kind of tied up at the moment. You think that you joke, pull that on your mama neck? joke, I, I, I didn't mean it. I, I didn't mean it. Hey, hey, I, I don't actually, actually love know her. you. I've never actually met her. I'm sure she's a lovely lady. I love your mom. I love you. I, lo- I love your unborn children. Please come <laughs> save me. Like, there are people that would go insane because they would just be stuck for days and starve to death. My, my favorite shoulders. thing is we think about. That's so crazy. For me, probably my favorite thing about anything in history is. Just how much luck is involved, and so I just, and, yeah. and we we've 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 talked yeah. about this yeah. at length on just so many other different things, but just like how lucky either when it came to the one person or just sheer chance, uh, and so we just well, I just watched the like Midway episode, the oh, so Midway. World War Two and, co- and like and they talked wild. about there they're like in a five they're like this is probably one of the first times in history where in a five minute span. The entire scope of the war shifted. completely shifted. Like the quickest one, like between utter failure, the U.S. is out. We've just lost to Japan. Like give up the Western theater. To we're gonna win this thing, and and it was just a hunch and total luck and bad decisions by a Japanese commander who was yeah. too passive. Yeah, or too, too by passive. the books. Two by the books yeah. and 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 yeah, exactly. Two and by how the books. you know we we took risk, but then we fumbled on it, and he took and risk, and then he fumbled lucky. on it, and then literally these people who are going to die, they don't have enough fuel. Mm-hmm. The summary is like so. The, uh, long story short, it's coming in there. 
Japanese are wisely going to shred us. We're yeah. going to get shredded. But well, we went off by it. Yeah, so they go there to to blow up Midway Island, which is just one of, it's about halfway between Hawaii and Japan. Mm-hmm. It's a great position. Mm-hmm. And so wisely, they're going to go there and- um, Destroy the foothold in the Pacific. Yeah, we, we'd, be, we'd be screwed because yeah. it's, it's the, they realize this is a carrier game. It's yeah. all about the carries. Yep. It's just like a League of Legends. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a carry. Yeah, and, hell uh, yeah. And so, so they were bottom laning and we were trying to sneak down from the mid. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's been so trying long. to go for I'm a gang. Trying to, trying to go know. for a gang. Yeah, they're trying no. to go. Yeah, the, the so, support so, is off war. So we're trying somewhere. to gank it. The support yeah. is, you know, he's bad. He, he's bad. You know, he's he's AFK. He's and AFK. And, auto Gigi, and he's just like, oh yeah, uh, JKGG. Um, and anyway, so we're trying to drag him and uh, Baron. We're going to Baron. Oh my god, man, this is bringing me back. All these these references, bro. But but so so they're going through. They're gonna attack this thing, and we had just went off. You know, someone had. One of our code breakers had like figured it out. This guy who apparently had a photographic memory, was and he had remembered their code name for Midway Island was AF. AF so I'm just like, man, yeah. that's so millennial. Man, yeah. we're gonna blow up this island. AF, AF yo. Dude, let's go have <laughs> war. <laughs> hey, you is that a bazooka? <laughs> I'm bazooka AF. I'm bazooka AF. And so, U.S. comes in, but counter, like, turns out we are on the it. Japanese they they send off all their fighters to blow up Midway Island. They get there, they start dropping bombs. Like, where is everyone? Gotcha. We're coming in from the back. We're sneaking in there. But turns out we were way less organized than the Japanese. Yeah. And, and this is pre-radar, so people are using, like, pencil paper flying in the sky to figure it out. So we just send all we, – we wisely had a great advantage to take down all of their carriers, but, but we sent out all the fu- and then we sent off basically our planes in all the wrong directions. So everyone's getting slaughtered. All mm. of our people are dying. Our equipment, our equipment, is uh, yeah, bad. because it's pre because the dive bombing's good, but it was the, the torpedo, the torpedo, the torpedo. So the torpedos. Were, the problem was, is, I think they said it had slow. like a ten percent chance of working. Yes, yes. They were just untested. If you think about it, one in ten, that's not good. On everyone's gonna die. Most so of those guys, most, died. all but yeah. one. Yeah, most of all those torpedo one, guys died. All but one died. They're getting slaughtered. So like, even great. dive bombers missed most of their yeah. bombs. And and yeah. but we got lucky. So one like there were like one squadron was going out there. They'd been going in the wrong direction. And this is open sea. You don't know shit. Mm-hmm. And they're they're running low on fuel. And we're like we're all gonna die. You know mm-hmm. we got to turn around. We got to do something. And they but. see a destroyer. And they just the, uh, and they on the hunt. What, what is it like Arashi? Or I is, can't remember. It's something. Yeah, I know the story. Yeah, they, I know the story. But they yeah. see they see this destroyer because they see it on breaking the hunch, in the waves. On the hunch, they're like, let's follow this. Dude. That ship's alone and so it's hauling ass. So they they were in the they were they're in the jungle yeah. and they're following the support and they're like, wait a minute. And it turns out they're trying to secret Baron. They're trying to early Baron. Yeah. And so all these these dive bombers follow them and go in. And boom. And there's no so much fuel. more of this story of just decisions yeah. and it's just this wild chess match of just like luck and bad decisions on, on, on both, both sides. sides. It's early in the war. And and they said from the minute, like if they didn't show up. Yeah. Uh, if the dive bombers just didn't do that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're done in the Pacific. Yep. All of the carriers are gone. Mm-hmm. We don't have much to fight for. We just shore up and Japan takes over. But, but we blow up all... Of, we, we, bro- we we broke we blow up quite I think two of the carriers I don't, it's the two a, of the three I don't know if one makes it's bad. a big and some of them were big. like luck like it like I can't remember they described it, like the the flagship so the main one with the general 
um, went through and he, and it just, he dropped a perfect bomb that went through, went the, through wood, the wood plates. the 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 the, uh, the red the sun yeah oh yeah and they it, aimed it this. blew up the magazine of the of the of the carrier yeah because yeah. they were switching I mean, it's just a wild story but it's so yeah. much luck it wasn't like some grand slow strategy so it, but you know what we need to make sure the code breakers get their shine because as you said earlier that code breaker that understood that midway was deemed af yeah. by Jap- and japanese guess, code and so he had gone to his superior and, and said, they said no this- and they said no he went around his boss yes and he did a coded message acting like he was in japanese yeah. saying af is out of water we have a water shortage problem and then they 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 heard the japanese ooh, talking ooh, to ooh, each ooh. other and they said af yeah has a water shortage and they used all that information and determined they were planning an attack on midway so, so clever. They were ready so it wasn't Pearl Harbor. They, they again, read, man. dude. So that's the problem is they had read receipts on, mm-hmm. and they were just like, "Oh shit!" Japan read What's that. crazy is it was also there were a couple of moments where we missed each other completely because of cloud cover. Just because it was like cloudy, things, like things that make no sense. Like mm-hmm. I know where the pizza is. Mm-hmm. Like I know I can tell you what street my pizza is on. I can tell you where they haven't is, put the pizza, oh, the is, pepperoni is the pizza on. Pizza is not in the oven. No, but I, you know, I can tell you where my Postmates person is. Mm-hmm. I can zoom in on a map and and like, and less less than a hundred years ago, you had people pencil paper in a plane. Some eighteen year old punk who knows <laughs> he's gonna die, uh, going out there and like. Letting Changing the course of history. Letting them know Bonkers. what his name is. I'm, my name is. What? My name is. Who? My name is. Fricker, fricker. AF. AF. <laughs> it's dope AF. All right. We've, we somehow, no, no, no. of course, had to bring in a history tie-in. No, I know. We got man. a long week. We got to wrap this up. So this is this is a late night recording, and here we are having like, I do these like types my, of conversations. I do like my uh, late night voice, Trevor. This is faking notes and late faking notes uh, after dark. I can feel it. God, I don't know. Boom. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. <laughs> All right, fam. I love old school All soul. Right, but uh, anyway, thanks for listening, thanks guys. Thanks for getting this. Um, out thank here. you, fam. We need to really look. There is a lot of things I want to improve about this. I want to get better. At uh, asking questions and answering listener mail, we haven't done listener mail. In a I while. know, yeah, we haven't done the we haven't call. Done out. We have done the call. We out, need to so. do the call out to the beginning. This is what happens when you're taking professional auditions and you're playing, work. Out, playing on you're a trying to do a live show, broadcast um, very important music related shows <sighs> on Telemundo Live with with some really with with people you've heard of, beautiful dancers, beautiful. Oh God, for some reason, I'm trying to get him get him on the pod. A bunch of gigs that I do with Tom Lee, he's a violist with uh-huh. uh, Vitamin String Quartet. Always have these bomb, beautiful dancers, and it's just always like it's always he's always like, he's just like, I, so he's whenever like, I see dancers. Tom at a gig, I'm like, oh, we about to see some babes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, well, we love anyway, you, fam. Shout yeah, out we're gonna, Tom. Gotta get we're, we're gonna we're gonna get the hang of this in the world. We'll loop you all in. So send us your questions if you made this far. And of course, and, as uh, always, five stars or don't talk. Five stars only, or we're going to find, we're going to collect all of Shiloh's uh, excess hair around the house. And then we're going to put it on your bathroom soap. So five stars. That's a problem. It's five stars.
Don't make me find you.